Hello, hello, welcome back. It's another episode of the podcast known as Koalas and Crumpets. It's episode 11. Amazing. Good day. We've, we've done it. We did it. 11 episodes. Legs 11, as they'd say in bingo. That should always be the goal. Get to 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get to 11, Stop. then you've got to 11. And then just stop after a year. <laughs> wow. Well, what episode 12 could be the last episode. It's the finale. It's one uh, year. It's 12 months. Who knows? Oh, I don't know. I'd be quite sad. I think I'd be sad if we stopped this podcast and we hadn't had anyone buy us a trip to either country. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Maybe so. we, have to keep, we have to keep it going just for that. So if you want it to stop, buy us flights to Australia and England. <laughs> and then we don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So just do that. I don't know if I mentioned this last episode, but Mm. did did you know Victoria in Australia was supposed to have the Commonwealth Games in, I think, 2026? Right. Six months ago, a year ago, whenever, Mm. whenever. Victoria says, yes, we'll do the Commonwealth Games. They did all their costings and all the money, and they're like, it's going to cost between 2.5 and 3.5 billion dollars. And they're like, okay, we can do that. I don't know how, but that's they said fine. Mm. And then, probably just when the last show came out, the state premier of Victoria comes out and goes, Yeah, we're not doing the Commonwealth Games, it's too expensive. Oh God! What? Um, the costings now are actually uh, up to six, between six and seven billion dollars. So we're just not doing that. We're pulling out of the Uh-oh. contract. I think we've got to pay like two or three hundred million dollars in like cancellation fees or something. So that's fun. No way. But the funniest thing is. No one else wants it. Yeah. Nobody else has come and said, okay, we'll do it. Yeah, Commonwealth. What is a Commonwealth nowadays anyway? You know, what does it even matter? What does it mean? (laughs) The funniest thing was everyone expected at least a few other cities will come forward and go, okay, that didn't work out. We'll do it. No. Yeah. Nobody wants it. Oh, that sucks. And it's just the whole thing is, I mean, I don't care about the Commonwealth Games. I don't care about the Olympics. It's just a massive waste of money to me anyway. Mm. You know, let's spend $10 billion and see who can run the fastest and who can who can jump in the water and make the smallest splash. Who cares? <laughs> who cares about that? It's ridiculous. It is so stupid. <laughs> Tell me there's not a billion other better uses for $10 billion oh, than I just, I think than just the only... running around. It's hmm, insane. Let me think. <laughs> I do like the ice skating, though. Is that in the Commonwealth Games? Quite like that. I don't have a clue. I do not watch it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either. I just sometimes, like, when I'm just flicking through channels, if I'm ever at a telly, I go, oh, there's a bit of the ice skating on. That's quite enjoyable. But, um, you know, talking of games, we've just come off the back of the Women's World oh, Cup, yes. which I really didn't care about. <laughs> well, well, there was a game between... Australia and England. Yeah. England were, they, they were a bit dirty. They were playing. They, these ladies were dirty. Very nice. Yeah, there's been some dirty, like, oh, you know, people bang on about normal football, like how awful the men are. But these women, like, I didn't someone like knee a woman in the back during a game oh, there and was, stuff? There, like was lot, there was lots of things happening. And that you know. I don't know who that the lady coach is of the lionesses but she doesn't look like a nice lady is she, is she got a bit of a miss trunchbull vibe she's got the, the glasses and the the uh she doesn't i'm, look, I'm looking at... she doesn't look like anybody i'd, I'd want to know she's dutch oh there you oh, go yeah she's yeah she's got a bit of a yeah a bit she's of a head teacher look. Vibe. i've never seen her smile she never smiles she always looks so miserable or angry yeah one or the other. yeah Oh dear. Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch. I don't watch normal football anyway. Mm. So then people are like, oh, you not being patriotic and watching the game? I'm like, <laughs> no, I've got better things to do, like reading a book. Thanks. Um, I don't need to be patriotic. <laughs> I don't watch any sport except for the World Cup soccer. Mm. And I'll only watch the games that Australia's in and maybe the final. Yeah. I just watched the the women's one because Australia got to like the top four, like the semi-final, quarter-final, and we've Mm. we've never gotten that far ever. Right. So everybody was watching it. Uh, Like they said it was the highest TV ratings. Like they said 11 million people watched it out of like 26 million. That is a massive number. Wowzer. That is a lot of people watching um, but who, you've who just probably my mind. never watched female soccer before. Female sports, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you've just blown my mind saying that Australia has a population of 26 million. Well, roughly. But England's got 55 million people, just England. And England is tiny. Exactly. It's crazy. But yeah, so you just blew my mind. Oh, but to live in a country where if you walk in a town, you can actually stand on the pavement and you're not forced to walk into the road. Mm. <sighs> so the dream. L- lots happened. There was the, the World Cup. Yeah, that happened. I sang. You sang? I went around the UK a bit and sang with a Canadian. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Tell, tell us that Talking story. Talking of Commonwealth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, Ben from Blackout Orchestra came to play a music festival that uh, Lee was curating a stage for and I was doing some sort of marketing PR as well. And he came to stay in our house and then I sang with him on all the UK dates. So we did Swindon. You don't you don't need to worry about Swindon, but it was a it was a lovely gig. Uh, Swindon, two Oxford dates and Bath. And um, it was lovely. It was really nice to sing. But it was a very surreal experience. We did a gig in um, HMV and Bar. That they still exist in your country. <laughs> yeah, they, they still They haven't exist. existed we- here for at least like <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> so weird. And ironically, I, I think the uh, it was a Canadian company that kind of saved HMV, Sunshine Records or something. Yeah, so we sang there and there was no, we didn't have any amplification. So it was like really like naked in the way that you have like really belt. And it's such a surreal experience just popping up in a music store, mm. singing your blooming heart out and everyone in the music store acting like, oh, this live music's such an inconvenience to me. Like literally <laughs> someone put on noise cancelling headphones. I was just like, oh, rude. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm, just, look, I'm just trying to get the new Taylor Swift album and you're just singing at me and yes. I just don't like it. It's, like, yeah, it's triggering. It's triggering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was a bit odd, but. It was great to be in a field rock in at the festival, like in a field rocking out and seeing Lee's band Smilex reform after ten years, and he got yes. a load of uh, got a load of children to call him a see you next Tuesday. Uh, if you want to see that, the whole gig's on YouTube right now, so, <laughs> which is quite amazing. <laughs> What's the band name again? Smilex. Smilex. S-M-I-L-E-X. Mm. So, um, and yeah, they uh, reunited after 10 years and the drummer came over all the way over from France because um, he lives there now. And then they had their original bassist, Jen, who hadn't played for them for 13 years. So Ooh. it was a really nice, like, family reunion in a way so that was good fun but wow. um yeah the hmv gig was just a bit weird i don't really know what's happening to people's kind of appreciation of music anymore it's all just like an aesthetic like hmv has just turned into like do you want a funko pop do you want a rainbow <laughs> yes. pillow or yes. do you want uh do you want taylor swift's new album or do you want a, a 75 inch tv mm. Do you want some candy? No, I just I just want like I just want a good rummage. I just want to like get some music. Oh no, but don't you want these um friends bath bombs? No, don't. No one needs a friends bath bomb. Thanks. Nobody has ever needed that in the history of the world. No. Other news, British summer was rubbish this year. A whole of July just rained. Rain, I heard there was a lot of rain. Ugh, it's been depressing. I haven't got sunburn, just rain. That's a it's good been... thing, actually, you know. I know, it does. It means I won't get skin cancer. It means God you probably it. won't die. So it's <laughs> probably a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, so now, now we're in the old, we're going into our old autumn and you must be going to your old springtime, I suppose. Yeah, winter is, it's just about over, I think. It's just warming up. Like, we had our first 20-degree day, like, two days ago. And it's the first time I've seen 20 in uh, several months. So, and I think it's supposed to be 22 in a couple of days, so that'll be nice. Ooh, that's what it was for, like, our July summer. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, um, so, that's not good. No, it sucks, doesn't it? What did, what did we do? Oh, I don't know, like, vote for Brexit and just generally be an awful country, I suppose. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what did we do? Just like fuck the poor and uh, <laughs> same, same as Britain. always. Nothing new. Yeah, that's probably why like Britain is always cold and disgusting. But um, God, what else? Reading Festival happened this weekend. That oh, was yeah. a non-event, really. I literally recognised like one band on the entire bill. It gets like that. Just, just wait till you're another ten years older and you literally don't recognise a single person on at a festival, and you're just like, mm. I don't know any of these things. 
I know nothing. It's um, mm. yeah, that's fun. That's fun when you look at a festival and you're like, "Yep, I'm old. I don't know anything anymore." Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, you. This is what you have to tell me. I don't know the details, but yeah. I've just heard a very short thing about this some nurse who killed babies, and she's called the Vanilla Killer or something. I need. Oh. I need to know this story because. Lucy, it sounds Lucy insane. It's uh, yeah, it's weird. It's um, it's, I was very surprised. I talked to my mum on the day on the phone the other day, and she didn't talk about it with me. So I don't know why it's not really. Well, it's not bigger. a it's not a fun topic to talk about. It's not a fun topic, but you know how people like to talk about news. I guess it's not like a salacious clickbait headline, is yeah. it? It's more of an actual thing that people. Yeah, need there's to no talk there's no juicy juicy news. Yeah, to it's talk only about. juicy gossip. It's only dead yeah, babies. Ba- yeah. It's only dead babies, you know. So but, what? Uh, so she was a nurse. She was a nurse. So did she kill uh, them, like, in the hospital? Yeah. How? Why? What's the story? So there's actually, there's, like, two sides. There's still, like, a big contingent from this woman's friends and family that, like, she couldn't have done this and she's, like, been put in prison unfairly and there's, like, a big campaign to kind of, like, free her, but... Like, oh, did, did all the babies kill themselves? Yeah, they were just like, no, not for this world. They had yeah. like a big. I'll just hold my brains. breath until I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, natural causes by extra insulin. She was basically yeah. like, I, th- I get the impression, you know, that um, the good nurse, where it's like based on this guy who just basically pricked different um, IV bags with bags of insulin and just like randomly killed uh, people. I think like there was a film made of it with, I think I've seen. It. I'm going to admit it. I've seen it. Eddie Redmayne and um, Jessica Chastain. It's based on a real guy, real nurse who Ooh. killed people. So I think it was kind of like that kind of situation where she like killed babies in like pricked insulin into them or like deprived their oxygen levels and stuff. And there's like loads of she killed seven she killed seven babies and attempted to kill seven more including two of a triplet so there's like one baby who's like now got their other two siblings died and so so was she doing this putting this extra insulin in the thing on purpose to kill them yeah that's the story that's the the allegation the allegation yeah and there's and then because of that there's and they found like really weird notes in her house where she's like saying something like I hate myself and I don't know what to do and like oh, no what like like, like like weird like scrawlings like it's like she maintained this like really easy mask of being like a completely normal member of society but had this like weird secret thing of killing babies and she was also oh, having a um relationship with one of the uh, married doctors at the hospital and so there's now a whole other thing with the hospital as well about conduct and how they like ignored families concerns and that sort of thing but yeah basically she's been put in prison for a life order which is really rare in the UK which basically means she has to spend the rest of her life in prison without any chance of getting out early because in the UK prison system they say like oh yeah you've got life imprisonment but if you've got good behaviour oh, you are get out se- you're like, out in seven do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah so but this is like a rare life order which has only been given to one other woman I mean, like maybe Rose West was given a life order, who was also a child killer. So it's all jolly, isn't it? Oh, and and oh. it highlights how awful again, like the uh, systems in health care are kind of crumbling because this obviously happened and no one really cared. So it's weird. <laughs> well, it's it's weird because in the UK, if somebody gets a life sentence. It should actually be a life sentence. But mm. in America, and maybe Australia, I'm not sure, if you get a life sentence, it's literally 25 years. So That's weird. So if you're like 20 yeah, and you kill someone, okay, you got 25 years in jail. But yeah. then, you know, good behavior and blah, 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 and parole hearings... You know, you can be out in like seven even. There's people who've been out after seven years. That's crazy. Unless you're and in that's, a state. And that's from a life sentence. It's so ridiculous. Unless you're in a state, I guess, where they have the death penalty. Yes. Um, yeah, but then don't even start me on the, the, I don't even know how many billions of dollars the US prison system is. 
Yeah. Now, you'll you'll be on death row, but you'll be there for literally 10 years. Yeah, I was having Because, this. you know, if they just kill yeah. you, how's the prison going to yeah. make any money if you're only there for two weeks? Yeah, completely. I was having this debate with someone the other day about, like, the death. Like, they're just, you're not like, I'm not like specifically either side, but like the death penalty versus just keeping someone perpetually in prison and getting like taxpayers to pay for them. Like, yeah. I think the example I used was like, this is a really jolly topic, isn't it? Um, Ian Watkins, the Lost Prophet singer. Did you ever hear no. about him? No. You don't, don't know about so. this? Oh my God. This is like one of the biggest British rock scandals ever. Um, so, do you know the band Lost Prophets? Don't worry if you don't. No, we have I do to not. eradicate them anyway. Okay, so Lost Prophets are a Welsh band who are quite big in the kind of early noughties and they had some big hit singles and they were really popular in the alt-rock circuit and then basically about what five five or so years ago it turned out that the lead singer Ian Watkins was basically a paedophile and he had been like this is a great show isn't it yeah, well, talking, you know, talking. Let's <laughs> let's move on from baby killers, but uh, but yeah. So, and he and then like he had like these groupies who were like offering up children to him, basically, and he got caught and got sentenced to life imprisonment. But oh my god! And he recently got stabbed in prison, and then those people were like, "No, he didn't die. What a shame!" And I was kind of like saying, like, "Why? Why is a British taxpayer like going through this cost of living crisis, and we're funding like?" prison systems that are keeping like a guy like this basically yeah. alive and people who are like families who are really struggling and can't afford to eat like I, I kind of have like this like moral dilemma because obviously like I'm also against the death penalty because like people do get incarcerated for things that they didn't do and yeah. we can't necessarily like yeah so it's just sort of like I'm glad we're not you know in the days where people get hung in the street and thrown with tomatoes but <laughs> at the same time like for people like that I'm kind of like oh is it a bit of a waste to just keep them in a prison like yeah living you I, know I don't know if I have an opinion on the death no. penalty no, because, Australia yeah. doesn't have it, no. Yeah, I think the last person who was hung, hanged... I think ours was, when was ours? 1964, which actually, oh, wow. crikey. Stoner crows, as last you Australian Aussies would hanging. say. Oh, no, there we go, 1967, okay. Oh, okay, so you do things a little bit later than us, don't you? Like, oh, those the yeah, British yeah, yeah. have stopped doing it, we'd better try well, and do see, it See, back too. then we didn't have internet, so we didn't know that you guys had stopped. We had to wait <laughs> for like all the boats to come, they take years. <laughs> I wonder when guns were banned in the UK and then when they were banned in Australia. Oh, I think we... Oh, I don't know. They always... Uh, people, when they're trying to like say to Americans that gun law is stupid and they always use um, Australia as an example, don't they, yeah. about how... From memory, yeah. it was in the 90s? Yeah. 1996. Crikey. 1996, we had the Port Arthur mass shooting. I think it was like 35 people or something. And literally within a couple of months, they... They passed that law and they had this big amnesty and people gave in their guns and that was it. It's crazy. And we've had literally, it depends how you want to term a mass shooting. There's been Mm. like, like since then, there's been two or three and I think think that they were all people who lived on farms right yeah they you know they didn't turn up at the movie theater or the shopping center and shoot random people no 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 they worked on a farm they had a really awful year and thought well the best thing to do is just kill ourselves so that's right that's what they do so you know that's like a suicide mass suicide or something depends what you want to call it but it wasn't shooting random people no so as yeah depends how you want to technically say that was a mass shooting or not yeah 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 that's weird but yeah i don't think there's been one that i know of i mean there's always the drug wars and there's always gangs of idiots in certain suburbs who just randomly want to shoot each other every Mm. month or so but that's that's everywhere you just don't always hear about it yeah 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 Fair enough. Wow, what what a show. Uh, okay, that's that's the first half of the show about death and murder and executions and dead babies. Everything. Um, yeah, exactly. So let's Jolly. the second half, let's go a bit lighter maybe. Oh, I'll try and find something light to talk <laughs> is there, about. Is Jeez. there any good news? Is there any good news? Uh, the, the sun's out right now. Well, there you go. It's good, that's, isn't it? That's something. My Auntie Donna gig is coming up next month. Uh. <laughs> 
Did you see that so, they do the, so like fun. a new show? I know, I, don't, I can't find it. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Is it on Netflix? I thought it was. Um, but I know you hate them, so it's fine. I, uh, you don't, don't have to be happy them. for me. I just don't, I don't get them. No. Like, I'd like, we talked about this before, I'd like Noel Fielding, and I haven't watched a lot of The Mighty Boosh, but I know what that show's about. Yeah. And I just don't like it when Australians do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, I don't know I just don't get what they're doing <laughs> I think I just like the escalation of it and how like nonsensical it goes uh, I think it's just really 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 silly and I like how it makes no sense and I like how I didn't see where it like so you know how like early Lonely Island sketches yeah. you like you'd be a bit like I did not see that. Mm. Like, uh, what was I watching? There's this really funny sketch with, uh, it was Andy Samberg and Paul Rudd doing like a naked art thing. And I just didn't see. And then it escalates to like everyone seeing the painting and then like like, uh, (laughs) killing themselves and like tearing their eyes out and stuff. And and I just kind of like that sort of like, I I like things not being predictable and I like things just being really stupid because I, Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This is probably the very fine line. I like things that are unpredictable and I'm like, oh, I didn't see that coming. But it has to make some sense. Right. There has to be something there. Otherwise, it's just total nonsense. And I don't find that funny. If it's just absolutely like a three-year-old can come up with the dumbest things you could ever imagine. Yeah. There has to be some thought, some intelligence behind it. Yeah, completely. And there is, there's still like some absurd comedy, which I just find really like, I I don't like at all. So, you know. Then you go the other way and there's just like American sitcoms, like they're the most just formulaic, you see everything coming from the first 10 seconds of the show. And that is just good brain dead TV to watch when you just don't want to think. Yeah. But then you've got other shows which were really like you watch an episode of Faulty Towers, which no, I don't, I don't think all of them were fast, but a lot of them went into fast. Yeah. Where it just escalates and escalates. And I really appreciate the, the skill that it takes to write that. But it also really stresses me out watching it because I get so caught up. I get so frustrated. I get so stressed because that's the absolute intention of what it's meant to do to you. And I just I just take it all in. It stresses me out watching those shows. Like some episodes of Frasier, oh, my God, they just went so hard by the end of it. I was just like sweating. And oh, then when, it, when so it's f- over, I'm like, yeah, that was the best, you know, most well-written thing. But I didn't like it because it stressed me out so much. Do you get like that with Mr. Bean as well, though? No, because I know that's just dumb. Because I, like, I yeah. yeah, I don't with that. Yeah, I don't so much with Mr. Bean. And also I like get really excited when Mr. Bean's able to do something like when he does that weird change on the beach without showing oh, yeah. his peen and everyone like celebrates. But like Rowan Atkinson did that thing on Netflix recently where he's like trying to get the bee out of the house. And I couldn't finish that. Because I was just like, no, this is ridiculous. Like, dude, you're like, oh, I can't handle it. This isn't even funny. I know what you mean. You're kind of like, this is just too stressful. Yeah. It just gets to a point where I'm not laughing anymore. And it's just really stressful. (laughs) I don't get like that when you when you come home, you didn't have a great day. The last thing you want to do is sit down and get more stress. Sure. (laughs) This is why I don't get, like, I don't watch drama. I don't watch any drama. I don't watch, like... Grey's Anatomy or, you know, I don't watch those drama shows. I don't need to see people angry and shouting at each other. Normal life is stressful enough just That's walking really around in the street. But I don't want to come home and then just have more of that on TV. Why would you choose to sit there and just watch people being angry and shouting at each other? I don't well, understand it. With Faulty Towers, I kind of, because Basil Faulty is just so, such an awful person, I quite like watching him get stressed and upset. And I quite, I find that mm. the pacing of everything really funny and the escalation, like you say, like... Faulty Towers did it the best. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't think I get stressed from that because it is, there's something about it that doesn't stress me out. Yeah, completely. But, but I can see the farce, I can see the escalation, I can see it's getting more and more crazy, but it doesn't worry me in any way. 
No. But I and remember some episodes of Frasier. I was like two-thirds <laughs> of the way through the show. I'm just like, I don't know if I can even watch the end of this show. It's just so, <laughs> it's stressing me out. And I know it's just a TV show, but I don't know if it's just me or if what they're doing is just so well done. That was the intention. Yeah. And I just, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. took it all. It got me. <laughs> I have this weird thing where like, I'm really into watching American, I'm fine with watching like American drama. So we're revisiting, um, I don't know if you remember the series Oz. Oh yeah. That was something to do with the circus, wasn't it? No, it's the prison drama with nope. um it's got hmm? okay. yeah, it's 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 um this it's like in the nineties and it's basically set in this prison called Oswald Penitentiary. Oh. It's like an experimental prison and it's basically got like it's narrated by uh, what's his name from Romeo and Juliet and he's like in a wheelchair and he kind of like narrates the whole thing and you've got JK Simmons is in it and Edie oh, Falco yeah. and and everything's like broken up into like the Nazis, the Muslims, the LGBT. LGBTQ sector, the Hispanics. So it's kind of like gang warfare in a prison. Oh, and so like you're watching it, it's like, oh good, some rape before bed. Oh good, some stabbing. Oh good, someone's digging a tunnel. Oh good, there's a prison riot. But I kind of find that fascinating. And I think it's because it's in America and that whole mm. thing is like super alien to me. Whereas if someone put it like, oh, do you want to watch this British crime drama? I'd be like, no, I hate anything. <laughs> Thing that's set in Britain and that's a drama because I'm kind of like that's like my life and I don't care for it and it's not taking me out of my reality if that makes sense like Ken Loach yeah, yeah. films I can't deal with because I'm like I don't want to watch a little British boy and his pet bird yeah I, I don't care <laughs> like, oh what's that there's some show something in paradise is it murder in paradise or something it seems to be oh, on maybe. the TV all the time. And it's a UK drama set on some, I think some like Caribbean island or something. Oh, right. There and are things like people keep trying to get me to watch like Happy Valley. And I was like, I don't care. Oh, Sarah Lancashire. Why don't you like Sarah Lancashire? I don't give a fuck about Sarah Lancashire. I don't care about like, oh, don't you like there's a, this British um, crime drama that's filmed in Bath. Oh, don't, don't you want to watch it because it's filmed in Bath? No, I don't care because it's British. And it, I, <laughs> I don't want to think about going out of my house and this kind of thing happening you're, you're in you're in bath you can just walk outside exactly i don't need to be like we have stabbings here a lot i don't need to be reminded of stabbings in america or australia or whatever fine that's fine <laughs> but uh talking of watching things i watched an australian film the other day yeah it was called the boy in the trees Never uh, heard of it. <laughs> yes boys in the trees boy in the trees it's an Australian film and it's got... Did you watch the... Um, on Disney Plus, maybe you didn't, the Sex Pistols series? No. Oh, okay. Well, it's got an Australian actor who played Steve Jones in it and it's basically like set in Aus uh, an Australian neighbourhood in 1997 and it's about like these naughty boys who are like bullies and then on Halloween they kind of like learn their lesson and then like the whole film ended with this like Australian witch singer and um, <laughs> it was like... <laughs> it was so it was so sad i cried my little heart out because like there was a, a a dead school kid in it and i was just like no the little kid was dead all along no sorry spoilers <laughs> i don't but, so, like these shows that you find it's like where do you even find them like, did, i think we got a free amazon prime subscription oh, okay. for a bit so i was like and this had like for some reason it was like rated four out of five i've literally never heard of it just like that show that kids show you told me oh um ah oh my gosh his the guy who plays the bass his name yeah. has gone out of my head right now yeah that show uh, whatever that yeah, was yeah like, I, i'd literally never heard of it in my life i don't remember ever even seeing it on tv in this country but oh. it was big in england for some reason oh god what is like yeah listen sorry guys i, I knew it and now because <laughs> it's like i've only had i've only had two coffees this morning apparently my brain is just not, not working I, honestly i think that australia and new zealand produce some of the funniest work in film and telly but also some of the scary like the best comedy horrors like black sheep is one of my favorite comedy horrors and like is it peter jackson did oh my god why am i having a blank <laughs> on everything this morning you know peter did jackson that. did lord of the rings and the Beatles. No, yeah, I know he did. And King Kong. Yeah. And some other stuff. A heavenly creature. He did Heavenly Creatures, didn't he, with Kate Winslet? Oh, I don't know. Ah, oh, see? Now, call yourself an Australian. 
Jeez, man. Why? Why? <laughs> bad what? taste. He's New Zealand. Bad... Why would I know? Is he Is he New Zealand? Of course he is. Oh, for God's sake, Grace. What's happened to my brain today? <laughs> Listen, this is what happens when you get you don't have a good night's sleep and you get woken up in the middle of the night over earplugs, may I add. I had Ugh. earplugs in and I could still hear people outside my house. And so I was like, Ugh. yeah, he is New Zealand, obviously, because the whole of Lord of the Rings is set there. But um, yeah, no, he did like Brain Dead and all those kind of early oh. like zombie comedy horror practical effects stuff which i really like and the film there's another film which i find really funny um garage days have you seen that that's australian again you just keep throwing up all these names of things i've never heard of it's a coming a coming of age comedy about a young sydney band it's directed by alex proyas again never Uh, heard of this person and it's got kit gurry do you know that actor? Nope. Okay, I'm just. These are Australians. I don't know them. Um, Pia Miranda. Oh, I've no? heard that okay. name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Finally, Rest some a, a name I've heard. <laughs> I doubt you'll I, I I don't know if you'll ever watch it but like the whole thing is about like this band that like they just want to play this festival and they they practice and they practice and they practice and then they go on stage and they're actually not a very good band in the end and it's almost like one of those like Russian jokes where it goes on and on and on and then it's like the payoff is just like oh I did not see that coming this, <laughs> and it was really funny this just sounds like that other show you were talking about about the, the kid that plays the bass <laughs> Oh, he was—he was, he was uh, also, he was sort of in a band. They were pretty rubbish. Oh, it's that's just what? Australia, you, you though, just, isn't you it? You just like that. To- <laughs> you just like that sort of show <laughs> about hopeless musicians oh, who geez. aren't very good. Oh, oh, well, you know, I like watching things that aren't English because it's in in essence because it's an escapist format for me. Whereas if anyone's like. Oh, have you not seen uh, the Bodyguard series or like whatever that was? Do you remember? Like there was a there was a Bodyguard uh, series, not not the Whitney Houston remake. It was like it's had Jamie Dorman in it as a bodyguard for someone, some Scottish woman or something. Oh, and it was like a really big deal. Susan Boyle. Oh, have you? <laughs> Susan. What about Susan Boyle? <laughs> what about her? Don't, don't say know. her name. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but um, I went to see Oppenheimer the other day. There you go. Oh, that was a thing I did. Have yeah. you seen Oppenheimer or Barbie? No. Good. I've and not I, been on that train. <laughs> I do not wish to see no. either of them. Even no. I could download them for free. I'm not going to do that. I just have, no. I have zero interest in either of those things. And I know the guy who did Oppenheimer is supposed to do all these great movies. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, that name. He's a famous. <laughs> he's a he's a famous movie guy. I heard, you know. I listen to radio sometimes. I hear people talk about these things. I just don't care. Director for Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that either. Oh my god. <laughs> Again, I have very little interest in things that I don't have interest in. That's so funny. I am super. Ah, oh, what is it? Focused? Not focused. I don't even know the words. I am so selective about the things that I watch. Yeah, you like things that you know. You like things that are comfortable. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. Know, I, I, look, I, I didn't jump on the Barbie Oppenheim. I love going to the cinema. Oh, do you? Do I? Oh, do I? <laughs> My mum was like, oh, Grace, please tell me you're going to go and see Barbie. And I was like, why? She's like, well, everyone's talking about it. I was like, well, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to go and that's, watch that's it. The, that's the number one reason not to go and see it. And she's like, you have to go watch Barbie and you have to wear pink. And I was like, can I go and watch Oppenheimer and dress monochromatic instead? <laughs> Please. Because I'd rather sit through, if I'm going to have to choose out of the two, I'd rather sit through a three-hour film about the guy who invented a nuclear bomb than, <laughs> like, than smiley, smiley Margot Robbie, whom, may I add, is a secret goth and loves Slipknot and Black Veil Brides and stuff. So this thing of her playing Barbie makes no sense to me. I feel like she's... I know, I know, she's, I know she's Australian. I know that. She's an Australian goth. So, you know, now she's all like, no, I'm an American pink princess. No, how dare you? You've literally like, you fucked over your kind, Margot Robbie. God's sake. You know what I mean? How dare you? So rude. Anyway. Back to you like going to the cinema. Really? Well, I like going to the cinema when it's off peak and there's hardly anyone there. Uh, Okay. That, yeah. You need to clarify that. But. Because I I, I like, of course, I like going to the movie and see the big screen and the big sound. 
but I hate every single person in that room. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hate everyone. I think we've established this, that yeah. I hate being around people, but also love everyone. But yeah, <laughs> going to the cinema, <laughs> that's canon now in this podcast, yeah. I hope. Yeah, no, going to the cinema fills me with anxiety. You've got to go in the morning. You've got to go at like maybe 10.30 in the morning on like a... Maybe a Wednesday. Out of school holidays yeah. as well. Uh, maybe a yeah. Monday or a Wednesday. Yeah, totally. Not Tuesday, because Tuesday is usually yeah. like the cheap day, so people go then. And yeah, you don't want to yeah. go on Thursday, because that's where only old people get their pension money. Um, uh, Fridays, yeah. it's too close to the weekend. It's not worth the risk. Monday or Wednesday, I reckon, 10.30 a.m., first, yeah. si- first showing of the day. That's yeah. the time you want to go because there'll I literally be like six other people in there, which is acceptable. I hear you. And I worked in the cinema for six years, so I know like everything there is there to know about the workings of a cinema and how annoying it is to potentially go to a cinema screening where you've like literally got people chomping all the way through. And like I, I found like going to that we had this thing called like the Silver Screen Club, which was like you say the pensioners morning where it was cheaper and they yeah. had like tea and biscuits. And they just like People say how teenagers are bad during films. Pensioners oh, are yeah. the worst. They natter all the way through. I went to a, spa, a Pedro Aldoma bar. Phil. Is he the guy huh? from before? I <laughs> yeah. can't see. Oh, I, I went, yeah, I went to this. Uh, I remember one time I went to a Spanish film and then these people are like going, oh, that's a nice dress, isn't it? Oh, and then geez. they're like, oh, oh, Maureen has that clock in her kitchen. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. Oh, but anyway. I know why that happens. <laughs> It's because that wasn't an English movie. I went, oh, yeah. I went to, and because they think you don't need to listen to them. Uh, you just read them. Even though, of course, they think they're the only people in the cinema. How do they know there's not 50 Spanish people in the theatre who want to hear it? They don't. They don't care. They only think about themselves. But I went to a movie in, oh, we were in Vietnam. I can't remember. I can't remember where we were, but uh-huh. we went to see a movie and it was an English movie. It was that movie with Scarlett Johansson and she was like some super robot. Uh, robot or alien? And she had under like, the skin. She, no, like she unlocked the superpowers in her brain or something. Was it Lucy? Yeah, that one. That one. I yeah. watched that in a cinema in Vietnam, and literally it was sold out, packed room. Eighty uh, percent of those people were probably under twenty, and a hundred percent of them talked the entire movie because they didn't need to listen to the dialogue because it was English and they don't care. They were just reading the subtitles in their language. Oh. And me, I'm sitting there trying to hear it, and it's just everyone's just talking. I couldn't hear a thing. So I've seen the movie, but I've got no idea what happened. Yeah, that would annoy the flip out of me. And I went to a film the other day called Strays, which is an it's an American film, but it's got everyone's favourite Aussie fe- Aussie comedy female Isla Fisher. Uh, <laughs> I actually do like her. I I, thought I really like Isla Fisher. She's in one of my favourite films, Hot Rod. And I guess because she's like married to Sasha Baron Cohen, she's yep. probably got this like British sensibilities as well. But it was really it was really funny. The whole film it had Will Farrell and Jamie Fox as well, and they're all voicing dogs. And it was like a Homeward Bound, <laughs> but like the whole point of the dog wants to go and rip his owner's dick off for mistreating him. <laughs> And like, and and I and I really wanted to watch it, but I had so much anxiety because I was like, no, this is like a six p.m. screening, and I know this, it's school holidays, and people are going to be in there, and gonna they're going to talk all the way through. So I always have to make sure I'm sat on the front row, so I I forget that there's people in there. And actually, people were like, so it's it's a, I think nowadays it's a good test for a film, but if it can engage an audience where they don't talk or they don't yeah. get their phones out then it's a good film. And for that one, no one did anything, which was nice. Whereas Mission Impossible, I went to see a couple of nights ago and some people were like, oh, like, and actually, to be fair, during Strays, one guy did have to go and check his social media. He went out of the screen, like, <laughs> to go and check his socials. And, then, and when I was in Mission Impossible, there was a guy in front of me who quickly had to check his Instagram because you know how important everyone is now. Oh, yeah. They can't go through a moment without checking how well their social media is doing. But yeah, I do like, I, I like the cinema when no one's there. Yeah. It's I nice. like lots and of I places have, yeah. when there's no one there. I think I'd like Australia because I feel like there's not as many people there. Mm. Um, yeah. Maybe. Whereas like in Bath at the moment, like there's everyone everywhere all at once, if yeah. I'm going to reference that Oscar winning film. And you literally have to walk in the road and like, 
I lost my shit the other day because I was going into the supermarket and some old woman was on her phone like reading a WhatsApp and was just like stood in the entrance of the supermarket and I was just like do I bash into her to get her to move out of the way or do I politely say excuse me because she thought she was uh, so important I would have just walked just in scrolling. the way. I know well that's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm doing now I like, would have walked uh, straight know. into her and go oh sorry I didn't expect someone to be standing right in the middle of the doorway for no particular reason. Yeah, I need to. I need to be more assertive like this. Listen, guys, we need to make sure I get more assertive and just knock people out of my goddamn way. I don't care that you're taking a photo. I don't like, and also like your, your pram is not a disability. You do not need to knock me out of the way because you don't know how to, like people pushing their prams and checking their phone at the same time. Stop it. Stop it. You crazy. Oh, so worked up. People People are are awful. People are awful. Am I awful? I don't know. No one's told me I'm awful yet. They might after this. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. There's just so (laughs) many. I heard somebody say something the other day, and I'm guessing it's a true thing. They're like, the average IQ is 100. Mm. So that's the average. So that means roughly 50% of people walking around have less than average intelligence. Right. That's just a fact. That's numbers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no wonder there's so many goddamn stupid people. It's it's fifty percent. Yeah, well, it's interesting it's now as well people. because people think they're intelligent because they're able to just Google facts on the spot and maybe be able to retain them. But like that's not intelligence. That's just sort of like being able to remember stuff in a way. Like you can remember facts, but then not be able to kind of group them together in a clear kind of conversation. Well, you can remember something, or you can Google it. If you yeah. don't have to Google it you're probably slightly smarter because you remember yeah. things. You've got a brain that works. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, totally. you know, if you just have to Google everything, that's not a good sign. Yeah, yeah, completely. But, like, but have you heard of this Dunning-Kruger thing? What? It's I think it's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Not Diane-Kruger effect. No. Dunning-Kruger. Okay, what is the Dunning-Kruger effect? It's basically people who are dumb, but they don't know right. that they're dumb. Oh, no. Oh, what if this is me? Well, (laughs) I'm sure it's a bit of me because nobody wants to think that they're dumb. Everybody thinks that they're smart. But I I try to think logically, you know, there's loads of things I don't know. But but I I know that's probably partly me. Here we go. Dunning-Kruger effect. It's a cognitive bias in which people with limited competence in a particular domain, overestimate their abilities. Oh. It's just people who are, aren't too smart, but they, they think they are. Isn't that most billionaires, though? They just, oh, like, yeah. blag it. Yep. Do you, I mean, they just say the right things. They're just better at lying and better at, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not empathic, because that's too nice, but it's like they, they're Oh, no, they're, they're just really good at lying. Personal, yeah, 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 relationships and stuff. They'll just go into a job <laughs> interview and just totally bullshit their way through it and get the job. Yeah. This, this is something that... I was going to say Gen Z, but it's it's not even them. It's the ones after that. What's the next generation? Uh, the new death? ones. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that won't make it past 10 because of the yeah. climate emergency and, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> the world, illnesses. The world will blow up <laughs> before they get to go to a job interview. Yeah, pretty But, much. like, they're the ones who just go to job interviews and just lie about everything and somehow get the job Yeah, and then somehow just keep lying and keep a job. Yeah, It blows my mind. It blows yeah. my mind that... The, the older people haven't realised what's going on yet. Mm. And they've got like a handful of just stupid clowns working for them do, who do nothing. Yeah. And just bullshit their way through. It's amazing. It's a weird time. And now I guess we've got like this scary AI. Like I say about AI being really scary and people go, no, it's not scary. You're overreacting. And I'm like, I literally like these are people who have not tried chat GPT. Like that thing is it's not it's not perfect. But it's and and what people have what um, Photoshop have managed to do now, like the instructions you can write it is literally eradicating. It will eradicate jobs um, oh, yeah. and it's scary. So people will not have to think at all. The only the only way people have to think is like science, academia, I guess, like uh, stock markets or something. But even stock markets will become AI generated, I'm sure. The um, uh, the only people I think who are saying that AI is is not scary or it's not possibly a dangerous thing, they, they can only be the people who've never seen any sci-fi movie ever. 
I, exactly. Because and I, they're, even yeah. back in like the 60s, they were making movies about stuff like that. Yeah, where the exactly. Ro- where the robot got too smart and took over the world and killed all the humans. Yeah. It's there. It's going to yeah. happen. It will happen. Yeah, totally. I think even the ex, is it the ex-CEO of Google has even said like, we should never have released the AI capabilities that we have and it's really dangerous what's happened. So, oh, yeah. it's, you know. It's not going to end well. I think people like base their AI thing on those self-service machines, you know. You know when like people are like, oh, the self-service machines are going to take people's jobs and then actually they haven't because the self-service machines are really crap and you always have to have staff to help with the self-service machines mm. anyway. So I think people are like, oh, it's going to be like that though because like AI is going to be there but you're always going to have to have humans. Like, no, 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 no. Two different things. It's two different things. So I don't know. I don't <sighs> think that the AI, I don't think it's going to end well. I don't think so. And I was just We're saying this have, the other yeah. day. I'm like, oh, I'll be dead. I'll be yeah. dead. I'll be dead soon enough. I don't have to worry. Like before, either AI just takes over and kills everyone, or the world yeah. just explodes from climate things or whatever. I'll be yeah. dead. Hopefully, before that happens. So yeah, ten years, twenty years. Oh, oh that's yeah. okay. That's enough. I've had a good life. <laughs> well, this is why a lot of uh, a lot of people are striking. The SAG AFRA are striking because Disney basically just wants to make it that like actors have to sign over their AI rights so they can yeah. use their image and you know and it's like and then what do people not get paid and and, and writers jobs are going to be compromised because they're just going to use like AI to punch up a script yep. or something like I just had this you know. exact conversation the other day <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> and it's yeah you know, um, but yeah the whole thing with I don't know if it's just Disney know. or any any of those American big studios yeah yeah, yeah. like any yeah. acting job you go for you know this I mean this is I think that's what this whole strike is about like they changed their contracts that said you come and act in this thing we're going to capture everything you do and then mm. we can use your image and do whatever the hell we want after you walk out the door that's insane yeah, it is that insane. is crazy but i think what's even more insane is that i generally don't think that like generation z and generation we're going to be dead anyway i don't think they're really going to care how they digest that art and culture anyway like in the same way that like people don't really care how they digest music anymore like i don't think anyone would care if there was an ai song being pumped into their coffee shop pay- playlist no do you know what I mean? Like that, that it's just gone. Um, but no, that's, a, that's a sad topic. But uh, talking of music, have you pre-ordered your diamonds and pearls yet? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I've said this before and no offense to anyone, but pre-orders are for morons. Okay. <laughs> like I put on Twitter the other day, the price of the vinyl set in Australia yeah, is $950. Are you effing kidding me what what a goddamn joke what oh that's, that's, way that's the price oh dude it's like in england it's 300 um, something pounds and i thought that was expensive oh my well, god well yeah i could literally order it from the uk and save like 400 dollars. but i don't i don't care like i'll get the audio when it comes yeah. out it's everything's yeah. online that's where I'll get it. I'm not giving any money to the estate. I haven't bought a single thing from the estate mm, mm. since 2016. Yeah. I haven't bought one thing from the estate. But I've yeah, heard yeah. everything they've put out. Yeah. But, but here's the point with the pre-orders, right? Prices for pre-orders are always stupid. Yeah. Like if you're, you're right. saying it's 300 pounds now, yeah. come back to me in six months when it's 120. Then yeah, I'd consider yeah, yeah. Totally. buying it. Totally. Like you can still stream it online for free until then. And if you really want a physical copy, then you can buy it when it's on sale for less than half price, which has happened with every other release. The Sign of the Times Deluxe was half price literally weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And it happens. Like- there's, a, there's a pattern. You can see it. This is what they do. But still, everybody pre-orders, and I don't understand. Yeah. I don't, want, I, they, I don't know why they do it. Like, you have to, have, you have to hear it first. So, anyway. <laughs> so, back to kangaroos. Boing, boing, Anyway, boing. That, that's enough. <laughs> that's long enough. I loved, your, I loved your koala pictures so much. Oh, yeah. There was a koala. There was emus. So good. Do koalas smell, though? Someone told yeah, me they, they smell do. really bad. They do. They what do they, they smell They don't smell of? great. Pee? basically pee oh do they just they get scared and pee on themselves i don't know but they just they just have a a not nice smell oh it might not be pee maybe i don't know it's just just not a good smell eucalyptus yeah i mean well if if that's all you eat who who knows (laughs) but why don't you smell like eucalyptus if that's all you eat because that'd be okay but they don't yeah no they don't it's not a a a refreshing nose clearing smell their their digestive system does not (laughs) it doesn't (laughs) 
it does something to the eucalyptus because it doesn't smell nice on the on the other side. Oh, have you ever hugged a koala? No. Have you ever held one? No. Oh, fair I enough. I think I have like touched one. I've patted one. Oh. Very carefully because I don't want it to scratch me. No. Oh, that's so nice. I love um I love holding animals. I'm always the first one when someone's like, "Do you want to hold this snake?" and I'm like, "Yes, of course." <laughs> Oh, the snake's wrapping around your arm. It'll be fine. <laughs> do you want to hold this tarantula? Of course I do. Do you know what I mean? I'm always just like, yeah, I'm totally... Unless it's like got like gnarly teeth. I don't mind. Snakes I'm not scared of. You oh know? my God. Don't, I'm scared of... You cannot come to this country then. Why? Because if you'll die. I'm not die. scared of them. No, I'm not, not going to touch them. I'm just not going to be like... Aah! Do you know what I mean? I'm just going to be like respectful and go like, this snake is over there. I'm not going to touch it unless someone says it's okay to touch it. And I think that's just a valid rule for everything in life. Don't touch it unless someone says it's okay <laughs> to touch it. You yeah, know? that's a good... <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no, I wouldn't stroke a kangaroo because I know it kicked me in the face. You, you know? can go to like the – there's like wildlife parks where you can – they're used to being with people and you can go in and you can pet them. That's fine. Oh, no, but I saw a clip the other day of a park where there was a kangaroo and it started like kicking an American tourist and the American tourist was like trying to kick back and the wildlife park people were really like lackadaisical about it and kind of like, oh, no, this kangaroo's like kicking this tourist. Yeah, Let's wh- try where was that? Wrangle it. Uh, I don't know. It's somewhere in Australia. Not in America? Uh, maybe it was in America. I don't know. I'll have to find the clip. Fat check grizzle. I there could be wrong. That's the main lesson I've learned. I could be wrong. Uh, My first guess would be it's probably in America. Yeah. And if it's in Australia, then my first question is, what was the American doing to the kangaroo to make it kick it in the first place? Fair enough. They were probably trying to put their boxing gloves on and punch it. Of course it's going to kick the shit out of them. Right, yeah. I, yeah, I, I did see there's like somewhat there was a clip of this girl the other day. At, um, was it Yosemite National Park? And she was like trying to get a selfie with a bison. And oh, it was yeah. like, don't try and get a selfie with a bison. That bison's going to trample you to death. Don't be stupid. You know, well, that's that's the thing I love to call natural selection. <laughs> da- is it Darwinism? Watch. There we go. It's it's a beautiful thing. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's end. That's enough for this show. That's more than enough. It's September. Hello, September. Yeah, well, it by is. The, by the time You're this right. comes out, it will be. Oh, no, I'm ruining the illusion that this is being recorded and released on the same day. Happy <laughs> September, everybody. Happy September. Happy Labor Day to our American friends. <laughs> <laughs> Um, happy springtime to you, good sir. Yes. Um, and happy fall or slash autumn to me. I guess actually, no, British summertime ends on like September 21st, so it'll still be sort of summer. But um, we'll probably have one of those Indian summers where it gets really hot still. Into oh, you can't say that anymore. It's racist. Oh, is it? Sorry. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just saying that, but uh, I'm sure someone's already <laughs> said something to that effect. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. I'll call it a late summer, Soz. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to um, enjoy my bank holiday Monday now. Oh, uh, yes. I don't really know what yes. a bank holiday is, but everyone seems to get drunk. And That's a plan. Have a day off today. I will not. I will probably read and go for a little walk along the canal and look at some cygnets. Do you know what oh, a cygnet yes. is? Is it a swan? It is. It's a baby swan. Yeah, it's I knew that. It's a baby swan. There you go. Good stuff. Cygnet, I think, is a good word for Scrabble. Oh, it totally is. There you You're go. You're so right. If you can get well, that it... Y in the right spot. Oh, wow. Oh. Triple, Ooh, what, triple letter, now. triple word. Oh, you'd be, <sighs> it'd be great. There you go. If you've learned anything from this podcast, guys. Oh, signets. You've got to put an S on the end. So signets. Oh, Seven letters. Well, yeah. you, you'll have fun that's with a that. Good, that's a good place to end. Good yeah. day, everyone. That's it. Here comes the music. Good it's night. fading in. The, the, the didgeridoo. Whoa, yes, didgeridoo. <laughs> so we'll see you at the start of October. Wow, it yeah. seems so far away. Yeah, see you in October. That'll be episode 12. That's it. Nice. Bye-bye. Bye. Yay. Fifty-eight.